Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that usually rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this time we are previewing, pre watching, and pre something else this uh, show. God, I screwed that up. Anyway, I'm Tony Camarena. <laughs> Dicting, Tony. We are predicting. We're predicting. Thank you. And I am Al Rodriguez. <laughs> And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and rate us on whatever podcast app you're currently using, which is the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is our prediction episode for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. And today we have a guest, uh, one of my close personal friends, uh, Mikey Sharp. Welcome to the show, Mikey. Thank you, Tony. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. So, Mikey, before we begin, uh, like, what's your history with marvel comics marvel movies ant-man in particular my uh my first first memory of marvel is as a really little kid watching the old um hulk captain america uh iron man cartoons uh on tv uh, they they were really horribly shot uh the colors were awful and the, the <laughs> stories were really wonky but that's my first memory of uh, of getting introduced to the Marvel stuff. And uh, <laughs> I, I remember like the original Spider-Man stu- um, uh, t- uh, movie or Spider-Man on the Electric Company. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Too. Yeah. So so that was my big oh. intro to Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the Ant-Man movies uh, in the MCU? I think they're a lot of fun that they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, I I think they're a a lot like a a palate cleanser for some of the more serious stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I know I've talked a lot about how, you know, Ant-Man's not my favorite, uh, mostly because I only see Paul Rudd uh, when I see uh, Scott Lang. But I'm looking forward to this one. Um, How about you, Al? What do you think about this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where Tony, you and I disagree heavily. Like, <laughs> I really enjoy the Ant Man movies, um, although I, I'm curious if I will like them less now. Like, just looking back, because the thing I really liked about them was they were just a comedy. But now we've gotten so many more that are essentially just a comedy, right? Like, we've had the uh, the two more recent Thor films were just it. it very funny right so i feel like there's more competition in the space uh anyway i am not that excited as excited as i was expecting to Mm be um just because uh and and i don't remember if i've said this on air or just off air with you tony um lately a lot of the movies have been okay the hero needs to win otherwise the world is destroyed or this these other multiple planets or, or whatever right it's it's always super epic level stakes um, or Avengers level threats, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why I really loved uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Like, it wasn't the world, the entire planet was at stake. Like, it was still, it was high stakes, which was great, but it was very grounded. And I I enjoyed that. And so I'm worried that uh, with Quantumania over here, it's not going to be, or at least that's the impression that I've gotten from trailers and all that stuff. And so I'm kind of i don't know but i am really looking forward to seeing kang i'm 
I that that's what's really drawing me to this movie. So I'm I'm hoping for some good stuff. Yeah, there. I'm I'm feeling the same way because I'm more excited for this Ant Man movie than the other two, mostly because of Kang. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'll come up in our discussion. But uh, you guys, Al, before we begin, do you want to explain to the audience and to Mikey and to me because I have a short memory, uh, how we do these prediction episodes? Okay, so uh, here are how the prediction episodes go. It's a game. It's fun times for us all, etc. <laughs> and so the way this works is each one of us have brought two questions apiece. Plus, at the end, we have three questions that we just always ask. So we just always include them for a grand total of nine questions. In a couple of weeks, after we have all seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, we will come back for a results episode and tally up points and then crown a winner, metaphorically, because I still have not bought a crown. One of these days, I will... Uh, but I probably won't even ship it, so I'll just have a crown here <laughs> at my home. <laughs> that's that's how that'll work. That sounds um, fair. And if you're curious uh, about past results, uh, we do have them online. So they're on our website, mcrewind.com. And if you click on the prediction episode results tab in the top right-hand corner, you can see the past going all the way back to when we first started doing these for Avengers Infinity War. And that's... And that has all of the movies and Disney Plus shows ever since that uh, that date, except for Captain Marvel, because it wasn't a normal thing to us yet. So we just didn't remember to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's pretty much it there. Tony, did I miss anything? Because I usually miss things. I mean, you probably did, but, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to you, Al. So let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's fair. <laughs> all right cool well um because uh years ago when we first started doing these um i put my name first in our list and so as a result <laughs> i always get to ask my questions first so the very first question the first thing that we are going to try to predict is what's up with modok why is this stupid face finally showing up in the mcu so uh let's throw that question to tony tony what's up with modok and his stupid face well i think um Really, I'm going to say there are two reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, it's kind of foregone conclusion that it's uh, Darren Cross. So he's there to get his revenge on Ant-Man and Hank Pym. And probably the Wasp. But also, uh, this is the Quantum Realm. It's just time to get weird. Uh, <laughs> they didn't do it with Fitz and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's time to get like really weird with Marvel. So yeah, that's how I'm... Uh, saying yeah but mostly it's because it's darren cross trying to get revenge <laughs> all right cool hey really quickly um remember earlier when i asked uh you tony if i forgot something turns out i did um so at, uh i forgot to mention our spoiler policy uh is suspended for this so we might talk <laughs> yeah. about anything that has happened in the mcu movies or tv shows so uh including the most recent movie black panther wakanda forever uh, but it could also be any of the uh, TV shows, Disney Plus or otherwise. Netflix, ABC, Freeform, etc., etc. <laughs> Hulu. I think that's all of them. Yep. If you want, if you if you don't want to know what happened to Hellstrom, don't tell me either because that's the only one I haven't watched. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Cool. So, <clears throat> uh, with that um, randomly placed uh, prediction uh, <laughs> warning aside. Hey, Mike, what do you think? What do you think is uh, up with MODOK going on in this movie? I agree. I believe that uh, this is the perfect opportunity to have strange new 
creatures or iterations of, uh, of people who, uh, didn't die on screen. And, um, uh, I, th- I think the quantum realm, uh, just lends itself to things that aren't basically humanoid shape. Um, cause you, you watch all of the movies, the guardians movies, the, the Thor movies, and almost everybody is, you know, for, for the majority, two arms, two legs, one head, for the most part. There's a, a few exceptions there. But mm-hmm. MODOK is so bizarrely shaped that this is a perfect a perfect opportunity. Um, so, yeah, that's how I, I feel about it. Yeah. Do you think, yeah, do you think he has any plans? Uh. I, <laughs> maybe I maybe maybe he's been bad mouthing the uh, 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 Scott um, to to Kang and saying, hey, if I ever get an opportunity to screw this guy, um, you know, I, w- I want to take full advantage of it. OK, <laughs> I, I like that, that he's just there to mess with Scott. No other bigger plans. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, all right. Funny. So I'll go ahead. Um so I, I I did see that rumor a long time ago about Modoc being Darren Cross, and you know it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I I really like what you said, Mike, about uh, Modoc. Just like the entire reason that Kang wants to mess with Ant Man is just because uh, Darren Cross slash Modoc is angry at him. Like I, I love that. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go with the complete opposite of what you both said. Uh, I think Kang is just some lackey. He like I mean maybe not low-level lackey but he's like maybe like high-level general whatever you want to call it but he's just a guy that kang met during his travels who kang just kind of conscripted and i do think that in this movie we will not learn much about modok and specifically we will not learn what modok stands for interesting <laughs> okay so I like will it. people be trying to figure out the whole time now <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yep yeah it's i'm gonna be real angry when the introduction to him is just saying what Modoc stands for, uh, which I always forget something, something designed only for killing. Uh, right. Machine automaton. Yeah. Machine organism designed only for killing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably how it'll, it'll be, uh, intro. <laughs> yeah. Or Modoc for short. And then, you know, yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what will happen just so I get zero points on this. But I yeah. hope so, man. I always hope for zero points for you. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right. Cool. Sounds like we all have somewhat differing uh, points on that one. So that'll be yeah. that'll be cool when we when we get to review these. Uh, it's always it's always less fun, right? When we all agree on on something similar, and then we're all like, all right, zero points or one. <laughs> all right. Cool. So uh, my second question is, uh, in the trailers, we saw that Cassie Lang was in jail. And um, so my question is, why was she in jail? Tony, what do you think? Why was she in jail? Um, I think she was in jail because uh, she stole some tech for that quantum beacon that we see in the trailer. Um, Hopefully she knows from her dad not to go after the Avengers tech. But, uh, yeah, I think she stole something and got caught for it or is suspected of it. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Following in her father's footsteps. Sort of, kind of, ish. 
<laughs> All right, Mike, what are you thinking? Why do you think Cassie Lang is in jail? I I think that that's probably going to lean towards um, following her father's footsteps. Uh, all the capers that they used to reenact when she was little, um, she seemed to really enjoy. But I'm I'm going to, as much as I think it's going to go that way, I want to predict that it was something stupid like um, shoplifting or, <laughs> or, or, or something really, really low level and benign just so she would get caught, just so she would get her dad's attention because it looks like uh, with his book coming out and his, um, his um, being a celebrity, um, I think she's feeling uh, mm -hmm. uh, ignored and I think she's doing it for attention. That's smart. Ooh, the crack yeah, I like that. angle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably going to be, I, I, I feel like that's probably a closer one. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and give my answer. And it's basically what Tony said. Um, I think it's basically petty theft. Uh, she wanted some su supplies for a tech gadget that she's building and she happened to get caught. I, I'm not necessarily saying it's for that device that we see that sucks everyone into the quantum realm. I'm thinking maybe it could be something else, uh, but uh, but it is for for theft of of supplies for whatever she wants to build. Okay, yeah. I I just had a, okay random tangent, guys. <laughs> I just had a thought about the quantum realm and the when mm -hmm. you said getting sucked in the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. If the quantum realm is quantumly small, right? Mm -hmm. everything is so spread out like the size of the earth is like a thousand times the size to quantum realm how did they even end up where kang is like the odds of that is super small suspend your well, disbelief unless kang is the one who sucked them in <laughs> that too I will, I will not suspend my disbelief that's the whole point of this podcast <laughs> everything has to make sense <laughs> unfortunately that's true <laughs> they were targeting scott and, and the gang and just waiting for an opportunity and and this uh uh tech that they were building just acted like a uh, uh an opportunity a, a literal open door to to yeah, uh, like their a, starting trouble yeah a homing beacon maybe <laughs> all right that makes sense that that doesn't count as a uh, a prediction. I it just hit me. Like, what are the freaking odds? Well, wait, and and Kang, oh, yeah. Kang does time travel, right? Yeah. Okay, so he could see that they were gonna build it at some point. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. All right. Sorry for that tangent, guys. I guess we'll go on to the next question. <laughs> so I um, related to what you're saying. Um, I will have an answer like one of my uh, later answers kind of relating to this. So I'll, I'll talk some more about that, about my prediction okay. for that later. Mm -hmm. All, right. All right. But finally it's time for my questions, AKA the good ones. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, this is the introduction of actual Kang, not he who remains from uh, Loki, but the actual Kang, the big bad of the multiverse saga. So when Thanos showed up in like in force for the first time, not counting his like Guardians and Avengers cameos, uh, he killed uh, two major characters. He killed Loki and Heimdall in front of everybody. 
what will Kang do to prove that he deserves to be the big bad, to prove that he has his power in this uh, new multiverse saga? Uh, Mikey, we'll start with you this time. Okay. I think the uh, I think that he's going to do twofold. One is he, I think he'll kill Hank right off the bat. I think he'll kill Hank Pym right off the bat, and then um, mm-hmm. and wow. then he will do something to leverage Scott, probably uh, kidnap Casey or um, or something like that. I I think that's what he'll do, just to show that he's violent and that he's ready to be violent again. All right, yeah. Um, I'll just throw mine in here right now because I have half of the same answer. I actually said he's going to kill Hank as well. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't look good for I Hank. Think, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. I think the time. I think the, the clock has been running out for Hank since the first movie. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think, Al? Uh, well, first of all, I just kind of want to respond to both of you saying that, that Hank Pym will die. I think that there is not enough um, deaths of heroes in the MCU. Um, I'm not saying like they should all just go away. That would be horrible. But, you know, it, it, you gotta you gotta have something that's like shows what the stakes are uh, mm-hmm. for even a, a minor uh, adventure that characters go on, right? Um, I'm still upset. I still think that Thanos' snap should not have been undone. But that's a whole other uh, thing that we don't need to argue about again. <laughs> so, You're a heartless person. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're real people. They're characters that we all love and adore. <laughs> so, of course, I You're want to see some of them die. You, you yeah. want Peter Parker to stay dead, Al. Just admit it. <laughs> oh, the people crying I mean, at the end of that movie. <laughs> so I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about this the other day that, okay, we know that, let's see, the next Avengers film is the Kang Dynasty. The one after that is, um, oh, great. I already forgot what it's Secret Wars. World. Secret Wars. That's right. Secret Wars, which is where in the comics they did, if I remember correctly, um, when Thanos first did the snap, uh, he sent all the heroes to a battle world planet and that's where secret wars mm. happened right is that am i remembering no correctly, or am i making stuff up? it was oh. it was the grandmaster uh jeff goldblum's character um taking people to fight in his battle world which was the original one and the second one was two universes colliding and making like sh- or shattering a bunch of universes okay uh, well that one i did read i read the second one okay the 2015 um, one yeah mm-hmm. okay I th- I think the original Secret Wars, yeah, the the Beyonder took uh, heroes and villains to a, oh. a a a planet and pitted them against each other, and he was gonna end their if oh, I remember right, okay, the Beyonder, yeah, they were gonna they were gonna end the fighting for for good. It was either gonna be the heroes win or the villains win. So either way, in the storyline, um, <laughs> uh, the the heroes were gone, right? They were gone from Earth. And would it have been so much cooler if we got Infinity War, it ended, maybe Endgame was still something cool, like they still had to go hunt Thanos and win or whatever, but all the heroes were gone. And then you wait until the end of the multiverse saga when they bring them all back. That would have been so much cooler. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> uh, anyway. I mean, they're not going to do that. They'll never do something like that. But I think it would have been cool. 
All right. And I mean, it would have been ruined because I mean, we all know this character is signed for contracts and all that stuff. All right. Anyway, uh, Tony, you asked that question that I never gave an answer to. Uh, what's up you, with Kang? That's true. Yeah. You want me to read the question again now? Uh, I mean, I have it written in front of me, but I think for our listeners, maybe you should read it once more. All right. Since Al uh, requires repetition to help him through this, uh, mm-hmm. this is the introduction of Kang, the big bad of the multiverse saga. What will he do to prove his power? Like, for example, Thanos killed um, Loki and Heimdall the first time we saw him in full force. So, Al, right, what do you so- think? <laughs> so I think um, that he is going to show off his history, like his tr- his past time travel excursions, and he's going to show off worlds he conquered and, and battles he's been in. And during this, we're going to see that he has killed at least two Thanoses or Thani. I don't I don't know what the plural version <laughs> of a Thanos is, but he's killed at least two. We will see that. Okay. So I mean, what's stronger than one Thanos? A guy who can kill two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, exactly. your answer will be wrong, but you as a person are not wrong in this moment. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you don't know that I'm wrong yet. You haven't seen the movie. That's true. But I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Next question. Does the word quantumania actually mean something in the context of the movie? And if you think it does, what does it mean? Al, we'll start with you so you don't forget the question. All right. Um, can, can you read it again? No, no it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll just read it again. I have it written in front of me. Um, all right. So um, quantum, um, as we kind of know it as humans, is, uh, you know, there, there's stuff with quantum related to something that does and does not exist until you measure it right like the the what is it that the the box with the cats um, schrodinger yeah that one schrodinger's uh, schrodinger's cats um so uh i think that quantum mania will relate to the fact that something does and doesn't exist at the same time for example um uh we see in the trailer uh, there, there are like some scenes where we see like a ton of Ant Man characters running around and some dying, right? That that kind of thing. Um, and so I think that we'll see quantum mania, meaning uh, that this is something that Kang has power over, um, where we will see multiple things happening at once, and then the final result is the one that Kang chooses, the one that he picks. Uh, another example that we will see is when, in this movie, when Kang dies, uh, we'll all quickly learn that Kang is still actually alive because of the voodoo. He actually chose a different result for him to live. Okay. That's really interesting. I did not think of it that way at all. Yeah, well, I had no idea what you were really asking, so I had to go with something. Okay. Uh, Mikey, could you decipher this question? <laughs> What's your answer? <laughs> well, it 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 bleeds over to one of the questions I was going to ask, but I've I've got a pretty good list of questions. Um, I noticed because I was really trying to pick the the title apart, and if you actually break it down, you've got Q U and then Ant, and then a U and then Man. 
and then an IA. So Ant-Man is literally in the middle of Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you think he's? <laughs> I think he's. I think he's going to be going to be crazy in Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's I. I, I think it was creative marketing for one, and uh, I think maybe the. I don't think Ant Man's going to die in this movie, so I think he's going to be the the linchpin for defeating Kang maybe later on, uh, in the in the mm-hmm. Kang series. Yeah, the only problem I would have with Ant-Man being the linchpin in this one is because he was kind of the person who came up with the solution in Endgame. So I was like, I mean, I wouldn't mind if Ant-Man's just the hero of the MCU. That would be a joke. That'd be a great joke. (laughs) Just the running joke every so often. (laughs) Uh, The smallest, mightiest hero. Yeah. All right. Um, for my answer, I said so. I've been thinking about for a while, probably since like the second movie came out, that Hank said, like it shrinking takes a toll, and he couldn't become be Ant Man anymore. Um, because it takes a toll on you. What if because he's shrinking without a suit this time and without like being in a vehicle like he was in Ant Man the Wasp, he contracts quantum mania. He starts going crazy from the quantum realm and it's something that plagues people in the quantum realm a sickness quantum mania is like in a sandy because you go oh, quantum too often that's brilliant yeah. oh okay that's brilliant mm-hmm. oh it's like right there in front of you it's any idea why that would not have affected um janet janet van dyne i'm just going to say al we haven't seen that much janet since she's come back maybe she's infected okay all right all right time for mikey time for your questions so uh you can read the question and choose who's going to answer it first okay well um let's see um will there be ants in the quantum realm or a substitute animal that scott will be able to communicate with and uh let's let's start with al all right. Uh, this is a good question. Um, I, I went back and forth and I couldn't think of a good funny answer or a stupid answer. So I just said, no, no, there's going to be no animal help at all inside the quantum realm. Nothing. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, Tony. Be yeah. Help. Help. Well, not helpless. He'll have the wasp. Um, I think, uh, He's going to be able to communicate with them. Like, we see that scene in the trailer where they're like hundreds of Ant-Mans, if not thousands. Maybe he will use his alternate selves and communicate and coordinate as he does the ants. Oh, okay. And so he's his own replacement. Okay. Yeah. That's really clever. That's clever. What do you think, Mikey? I think that the ants have been such a uh, integral part of uh, of the last couple of movies, and that they're a good um, comic relief. I think that there's going to be some sort of ant in the quantum realm that he'll deal with. It, it it'll be some hive mind animal. Maybe maybe it'll be huge and pretty wonky looking, but 
I think there'll be something. It it it's he's only got he's only got three things he do he does. He grows, he shrinks, and he talks to <laughs> talks to ants. So that's a that's about it. Yeah. And that last one came out of left field. I'm like, grow, shrink, okay, that makes sense. But talking to ants, come on. A little far fetched. <laughs> Well, it, uh, I mean, he, he's already going to be microscopic. Oh, I just realized he, he's going to be micro-microscopic in the quantum realm. So when he goes giant man or Goliath mode, he's still going to be really tiny in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's definitely true. And it's all about perspective. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. All right, Mikey. <laughs> do you want to go to your second question? I I do have a second question. Has has anyone ever heard of the Micronauts? They there was a Marvel uh, um, comic. I've book heard series. of them, but I've never read any of them. Okay. Well, Same. Well, that that makes quick work of that question. Then no, uh, I think. Um, okay. I think, so yeah. Right. <laughs> I think uh, I think that they're going to be introduced to maybe one or two micronauts, even if they're just cameos, because they're the micronauts were in the microverse, which I think would probably qualify as the uh, quantum realm. Um, so I'm hope I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that the micronauts will show up. Uh, it's a whole other group of heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Uh, we we talked about this in person the other day, right? Uh, me and Mikey. Um, I'm skeptical about the bringing it in, but you know it's a possibility. I feel like it's like you said. There's a lot of uh, lore with it, so I don't know what they'll get into when they've got Kang and Modok and whoever Bill Murray's playing. Yeah, <laughs> they've got a lot right. to introduce already, but maybe. But then again, it could, you know, the Micronauts might go the way of the Eternals. They're they're a little odd that way. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for questions that everyone asks every time. So we just put it in zone category questions. <laughs> um, so our first one that we always do is, will there be any other MCU characters to make a cameo in this film? Um, we're talking about like not one of Ant-Man's cast of characters, but like someone else from another show or movie. Um, Al, what do you think? So I feel like the safe answer at this point is going to be Wong. Um, because <laughs> no he's what. in everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I'm not going to say Wong though. Um, because like I said, it's a safe answer. No, no, no. So all right, I think. That you know how earlier I mentioned that I think um, Kang is going to be showing off his past uh, travels and his conquests and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to so that's that's showing things from the past. But I think they're going to slip in some future stuff too, things that have actually been filmed and we will see in a future movie, but we as the audience haven't actually seen yet at all. And so I think we're going to get a small cameo from both Kamala Khan and Captain Marvel from the next film. So it'll it'll just oh. be like part of a scene from the next movie. Oh, okay. okay. Kind of like what they did in Captain... Uh, at the end of the first Ant-Man, showing a clip from Captain America Civil War. 
Yeah, something like that. But this will be like in the middle of the film. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, not not as long as a scene. Maybe like three or four frames kind of concept. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, almost like subliminal messaging of the Marvels. Yeah, maybe maybe three or four frames is wrong. It's, it's what sixty <laughs> frames a second. So like, uh, there are twenty four frames a second. Sixty frames a second is the weird, uh, like Avatar, um, the way of mm-hmm. water stuff, and the Hobbit back in the day, or video games. Okay, got it. So I'm thinking like four or five seconds. So what is that? Somewhere somewhere in the one hundred to one hundred and fifty frames. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's one hundred and forty seven frames out, no, if it's a hundred, if it's ninety nine frames then you only get half a point or one point for this, right? I think that's fair. Yeah, I'll have okay. to count it on second viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Mikey, do you think any other MCU characters are going to make a cameo on this? Oh. And who? Uh, let's, let's go um, with uh, Nick Fury. Uh, just because I think he's the least likely to, to actually be a cameo. Um. But um, that's exactly why they'll use him. The long shot. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, you never know. I mean, I would never have predicted that. I, I would never have predicted that Captain America would have shown up in the second Thor movie. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a um, setting up the secret wars. Yeah. Um, uh, for mine, I'm going to say that uh, Bruce Banner is going to show up because he's the only other scientist alive that we know about who's worked in the quantum realm, or like quantum technology. Oh, good answer. So maybe Bruce will be there like, how do they get out of the quantum realm? Maybe Bruce pulled them back or something at the end. But I'm not going to be too specific, just he's there somehow. Good answer. All right. I mean, it's more fun when you are specific, but okay, fine. All right, time to move on to our next cool one. Um, we've, we're getting more and more mutants in the MCU. We've got Kamala Khan. We've got alternate universe um, Professor X. Uh, will this show have any scenes or hints anywhere that the mutants or the X-Men will be joining the MCU uh, sooner than we think? Uh, Mikey, we'll start with you. Other mutants. Oh, man. Sorry for the pregnant pause. Um, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought that went through. I was I was leaning towards the um, Fantastic Four, but they're not X Men or or mutants, are they? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, let's see. No is a valid answer. Uh, I yeah. mean, no. it's, well, it's the correct maybe. answer more often than not. <laughs> right. Um, no, there. I don't think there will be any mutants or or X Men. Yeah, I I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I actually wholeheartedly agree. Even so much in something that wasn't your answer, my whole thing is like, no. If anything, we'll get Fantastic Four hints, but I even doubt that. Maybe like him talking about his ancestor Reed Richards, but very little. <laughs> Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, and I'm pretty much going to agree, uh, but I will expand on my answer, uh, which is probably okay. where I'll lose points. 
Uh, no, but there will be an inhuman. I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a thought the other day. I was thinking like, oh, you know what? Once they're done with, you know, we had the Infinity Saga. That's a big thing. We have, uh, you know, the the Multiverse Saga. That's a big thing in comics. You know what else is big in the comics? Mutants. I'm calling my shot right now. I think the next saga is the Mutant Saga. I think that's what they're building. I, I wish I said that online earlier because I've been thinking that for a while since they announced the Multiverse Saga. But you Ooh. can take credit because you're the first one to put it in the recording. I will take credit for being wrong when it turns out to be something else. <laughs> what is it? Um, the Clone Saga. It's all about Spider-Man and Ben Riley. You know, as soon as Disney buys all of those rights back from Sony, uh, I could see that happen. Yeah. Or just yeah. buy Sony. Yes. <laughs> All right, time for our final uh, prediction. Um, random prediction, I guess. Uh, we're all going to make a random prediction. I'll go first this time because I've made you two go first. Uh, I think Scott Lang will die. <laughs> um, I'm Brutal. not specifying that it's the main universe Scott Lang, but Scott Lang will die. <laughs> oh, that sounds easy. Oh. Uh, hold on. <laughs> there were there were thousands of I Scott that's Lang. That's oh. yeah, and he'll die. Okay. All right, okay. I will argue for one point if it's not the main Scott. But if Scott Lang, if Scott Lang dies, I deserve a point. Okay, now this Scott Lang has to at least have a couple of lines, right? We have to know that it's mm. it's someone. It's not just like a copy, like a CGI copy paste of him in an Ant-Man suit running around, and then he gets hit by a quantum car or something. Quantum Okay, I'll car. say a Scott Lang with lines will die. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. all right. Uh, Mikey, what's your prediction? I believe that by now Scott has uh, figured out to carry snacks with him in his Ant-Man suit. So, uh... When he when he goes, <laughs> when he goes giant man size, he always asks for fruit slices, uh, orange slices, or 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 snacks. So that's my prediction. He will he will have snacks this time. Okay, is that, is that random enough? I like that a lot. <laughs> that's random enough. <laughs> All right, Al, what do you think? All right, uh, Tony. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, two years ago, uh, we did our uh, predictions and results episode for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember why I stupidly made this decision, but when we did our results episode for that, um, I made a prediction that the Ten Rings will show up and be destroyed in this movie, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh. Um, but only because TK is not here to hold me to it. Um, I'm not going to say that, that I'm not doubling down on that. I, I still think that that'll happen later on. I'm thinking, um, in, uh, probably in, um, the Kang dynasty, but in this movie, I think the task that Kang wants Ant-Man to do is whatever it is that makes that signal in the rings that we see at the end of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm. I, I buy that. That would be a good connection. And then... I like that when they um, 
finally reveal what happened, Wong will come to investigate and all your stuff lines up. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And then Wong shows up in the quantum realm. Like, what's the... Uh, no, okay, let's let's get out of here. Come on, let's go. He just yeah. pulls in the the remaining ant team. Um, yeah. One thing I want to say that I feel kind of guilty about... We did not bring up the Wasp at all in this Ant-Man and the Wasp. But to be fair, neither did any of the trailers. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what she's up to. The only thing I recognize in the trailers with the Wasp is she, she seems to be saving Scott over and over again. Yeah, so it's par for the course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, right. Okay, the, it's a continuation of the first two movies. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have our our predictions locked. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks, uh, probably the Friday after the movie premieres, uh, to let you guys know how terribly we did. Because, um, yeah, I don't think we should do the math and see how many points these would be and then see if we've ever gotten more than 50%. I don't think it's happened yet. I don't have high hopes for my answers. All right. Well, Mikey, thank you for joining us. Uh, Tony, Al, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. This is so much fun, and I can't wait to come back and uh, check out the results in a couple weeks. All right. And uh, Mikey will be with us in a couple weeks, but everyone else who listens to the podcast can join us on Monday when we cover we'll continue our coverage of Jessica Jones Season 2 with Episode 9, a.k.a. A Shark in the Bathtub, A Monster in the Bed. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that 5, 10, or 1,000 star rating. And as always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Mm-hmm.